0: Villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. On W-J-B-E.
1: Hello, listeners. You're back where sat for our weekly chat and the latest edition of what you shouldn't be missing. This is Tanisha Baker and you're Talking With T. It's February 27th and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, late actress Elizabeth Taylor, singer Rosanda Thomas, better known as Chili, of the group TLC, late opera singer Marian Anderson, actor Stony Jackson, singer Bobby Valentino, and one of the best rock guitarists of all time, Jimi Hendrix. Today on the national calendar is National Retro Day, National Polar Bear Day, and National Strawberry Day. As we continue to celebrate local Black history, let's talk about the Clinton 12. Now, although this occurred in nearby Clinton, Tennessee, it's a significant part of the region's civil rights history. In 1956, 12 African American students, known as the Clinton 12, became the first to attend a desegregated public high school in the South following the Brown versus Board of Education decision. And then we have The Beck Cultural Exchange Center. This center is Knoxville's storehouse of African-American history and culture. It's named after James and Ethel Beck, who were significant figures in the local African-American community. And finally, in 1919, Maurice Mays, a biracial man, was accused of murdering a white woman, which led to the Knoxville race riots of 1919. His trial and controversial conviction highlighted racial tensions and injustice in the judicial system. Speaking of history, local Knoxville historian and civil rights leader Bob Booker has passed away at the age of 88. I was blessed and fortunate to have had many, many conversations with Mr. Booker. He was so fascinating and inspiring. He definitely left a legacy in the city of Knoxville and he will be greatly missed. The theme this month is love and happiness. Don't hate yourself for everything you are not. Love yourself for everything you are. Love yourself as much as you want to be loved. Because when you love yourself, you become more self-aware, more confident, more at peace. You tolerate less, you command respect, and you simply don't lower your worth. When you love yourself, you take care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. As we wrap up this theme of love and happiness, remember that the pursuit of love and happiness isn't about reaching a destination. It's about enjoying the journey with all its twists and turns and finding joy in the connections we make along the way, whether it's love for a partner, affection for friends and family, or the happiness that comes from loving oneself. It's all a part of this beautiful thing we call life. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product
0: business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs. Why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com.
1: Let's turn our attention to some trending news and hot topics. I want to start out with a shout out to Howard University as it debuts its first HBCU ice skating team. The team will face the University of Delaware in its first competition. Here's a happy highlight. When 96-year-old Ruth Gottlesman's husband died in 2022, he left behind something that surprised his wife. One billion dollars in Berkshire Hathaway stock. Now, she's covering Bronx Medical Student's tuition forever. Students are seen cheering and crying on the video that captured them learning the news. What a blessing. Last week, I shared that Beyonce reached number one on the Apple Country music charts. And this week, I'm sharing that Texas Hold'em becomes Beyonce's ninth number one hit on the Hot 100 as a solo artist and 13th of her career. P. Diddy is still surfacing in the news as Rodney Jones Jr., filed a $30 million federal lawsuit this past Monday that says the hip-hop mogul made unwanted sexual contact while they worked on an album. We'll see how quickly he settles this one. The East Tennessee law enforcement community is mourning the tragic death of a Knoxville police recruit just one week before he was set to be officially sworn in as a full member of the Knoxville Police Department. This was truly... Um, truly heartbreaking. A new bill introduced to the Tennessee State Senate is asking to raise the current minimum wage in Tennessee from $7.25 an hour to $20 an hour. Representative Gloria Johnson co-authored the bill and said that the reality is most Tennesseans are not making a living wage. Tennessee is one of only seven states in America using the federal minimum wage of $7.25 Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with T.
0: The talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on.
1: WJBE 99.7 FM at 1040 AM. Just the best every day.
2: All right, listeners, we're in for a treat. Back on the show is none other than our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. And I'm just going to get started. We're going to put it out here. Trump is the clear Republican frontrunner after beating Nikki Haley in her home state of South Carolina. And I sometimes feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Like I keep asking myself, how is this even possible? And I know people have their reasons, right? Whatever they are, he has some very devoted followers. It's almost cult-like, you know, like they're brainwashed. And I usually stay away from politics. But today, I'm going to have to bring this up and get your opinion. Trump said that black people like him because he's been discriminated against in the legal system. And he said this in a speech to a group of black conservatives. Why they had him there, I don't know. He also said black Americans embraced his mugshot more than anyone else because they know how he feels. And I'm listening to this, right? Like, I I can't be hearing what I think I'm hearing. So he went on to say in this room that the lights were bright in his eyes and he could only see the black people. How do we not think these are racist comments? Black people like him because we're familiar with being in legal trouble? Trump's team seemed to be just as surprised as everyone else, because they said he didn't follow the script.
0: Donald,
3: they have a, a topic that's trending on Twitter called Trump is not well. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Trump is not well. <laughs> For real. Yes, and the dialogue that these people are putting out, it is hilarious because no one can can believe it. And then the the black men and women that were there, when he said that, they're like, "Yeah." I was thinking, like, are y'all slow too? I mean, do we need to get all
2: y'all checked? Well, I'm wondering if we need to send out a mass wellness check. But here's the thing. About half the country believes in him. They believe that the election was, I'm telling you, he sprayed some pixie dust in the air. And I I don't know
3: what happened. it's, It's beyond me. And he's just—it's like he's—he's he's the like he's the, the commander in chief because he has—he has targeted, you know, the inner city people, get them to support him. He's targeted rappers, you know, get them to support him, you know, black celebrities. It's, and I, I don't. First, it was just Omarosa. Now it's a whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> Where is he paying them? I don't think he's paying
2: a Well, one thing I will agree with Nikki Haley. After he said that, she said that we should be very afraid for him to be back in the White House.
3: I agree because it is a possibility, and that's scary.
2: Well, I have another question Can you be president if you're in jail? No. Not that I- so you can't move the Oval Office to a jail cell?
3: No, but do you really think he's going to go to jail?
2: No, no. But just when I think something else couldn't happen, I mean, he has so many charges and he's been found guilty of so many things already. I just, okay. I'm not even going to give him any more time today. I I just had to. Put that on after, because I am dumbfounded, befuddled,
3: and
2: <laughs> Yeah, all of that. Hood-wing. So, uh, <laughs> hood. <laughs> no, I ain't hoodwinked. It's them cult following Trumpsters <laughs> that are hoodwinked. But right. uh, in our ski slope to hell segment, Lamar Miller Whitehead, age forty seven, he's the Rolls Royce driving bishop. And I don't know if you remember, he was the one that was the victim of a robbery when a million dollars in jewelry was stolen from him by gunmen who surprised him during a church service. Okay, so that's him, Lamar Miller Whitehead. He was accused by Assistant U.S. Attorney Jessica Greenwood of telling the owner of an auto repair shop that he could get the mayor to, quote, do official favors if he and the businessman teamed up on a real estate deal that could earn them millions of dollars. In the Manhattan federal court, Greenwood called Miller Whitehead a, quote, con man who told lie after lie to victim after victim committing crime after crime. She said he was willing to lie, cheat, and steal to keep up his appearance of wealth, which included fancy cars, designer clothes. He lives in a mansion. I know God is not pleased. And he's swindling his parishioners and others out of all this money so he can live this lavish life. But pop meat kettle, because after they stole from him, come to find out he been stealing from other people. And I think he's about to go to jail.
3: As he should. When he reported the, the robbery and all this, I thought that they might have been in on it, too. You know, stealing stuff. He has insured. He get more money, still get his jewelry, clip him off a, a little piece. I still think mm-hmm. he did that because he is a swindler,
2: a shysher. He <laughs> He's means. a shyster and a swindler. You know, Pam, we're going to see that might come out. He could have been on it. But first of all, and I, and I don't think that pastors should not be able to have nice things, right? But this man got his by taking advantage of people. And I just don't think it's right. And I also think there should be a level of humility that pastors carry. And he was
3: not that. He's not. It just seems like the pastors didn't do this. You know, back in the day, you know, they I just don't remember them living in mansions and driving big fancy cars and they had right? Cadillacs. Yeah, they had Cadillacs. <laughs> <laughs> A big driving Rolls Royces and living in Las having planes. But one pastor said he just bought uh, the private jet from, from Tyler Perry. I'm thinking, what is going on? Why do you need a private jet to go to, to the church conference?
0: <laughs>
3: All
2: right. Well, I got another segment. What not to do if you win a personal injury claim? Camilla Grafska from Ireland, age 36. She had been in a car accident. And she said that the accident left her unable to work for years. Well, she lost her $820,000 injury claim due to a photo of her throwing a Christmas tree. And she actually won a tree-throwing contest after she told doctors that she had back and neck pain. So I had a couple of questions here, some things that made me pause. Number one, I didn't even know there was such a thing as a Tree throwing <laughs> contest. And I want, I've got to Google it. I should have done that before we even started talking about it because I want to know how a tree throwing contest works. That's like you throw it like a frisbee or like you're playing horseshoes or is it who can throw a tree the furthest? I mean, anyway, but so she's in this wreck. She claims she has these injuries. She wins eight hundred and twenty-three. Do you know if I won eight hundred twenty-three thousand dollars, I would give Netflix and chill like a whole new meaning. I would just lay here and watch TV. I wouldn't throw a pencil. What? I hope they pay you for these free throwing contests. <laughs> she done messed up her coins.
3: And I'm looking at it. Uh, I googled it while we was while you was talking it. Looks like they're throwing it like a like a javelin. Oh. Well what kind of tree is it? A Christmas tree? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Looks like a
2: Christmas tree. Former NFL player Cam Newton was seen on a viral video in a fight with two men at a youth sports league football game. It's reported that the two men were coaches and they actually used to coach with Newton. I know things can get heated in these little league games. But is anybody saying what caused the fight? Like, how did it escalate to that?
3: It seems that the, this coach, T.J. Brown, he mm-hmm. was talking smack about Cam Newton, you know, some lives and stuff before the altercation even happened. Talking about he was, you know, lame and he can't, can't throw and all this. And just talking smack. So I guess somebody hyped him up to run up them stairs and talk Cam Newton upside the head twice, you know. What? So, I was thinking, now you didn't think too good about that, because Cam Newton's about about six six two hundred and fifty pounds of, of pure muscle, and you ran here, in other words, Cam Newton slung him around like a ragdoll. doll. I didn't see the video, so that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. And he he, he was just flung just him around and now he done the TJ Brown guy done come put out a a statement to say that um God God knows my heart and, and my character and all this and and I had to tweet him back and say don't bring God in this when when did you what you think about God when you ran some steps to try to hit the Cam Newton. This ain't like no regular person. This is B right. Cam Loon.
2: And so he, he started hit,
3: it. He started it.
2: At a kid's game.
3: At a kid's game, they get so uh, sports are so different now. It's like the coaches they arguing every day. You see it on on Facebook, online. They arguing back and forth, and you think, is this for y'all to live at y'all dreams that you didn't when you was this age, or is this for the, for the kids? Because it doesn't seem like it's fun for them anymore.
2: Well, that's sad, and I'll tell you what's also sad. I haven't watched the Wendy Williams documentary yet. Have you?
3: Yes, I did watch it.
2: Okay. All right. I did read where her son, Kevin Hunter Jr., shared that her dementia diagnosis is alcohol-induced, and the producers of the documentary said they would not have filmed it had they known of her dementia diagnosis. Now, according to Wendy Williams' nephew, Travis Finney, she began drinking heavily after tabloids reported her then husband Kevin Hunter had been cheating on her and so her family sent her to rehab back in 2019 and then later that year Williams filed for divorce after Hunter had had the baby with the woman and I don't know if that was the beginning of her binge drinking and all of that but it's just crazy how her life did like a whole pivot into this downward spiral and I did not re- I mean I saw before a few clips, maybe heard some rumors, read a couple of things about her drinking. I remember about her going to rehab, but I didn't realize it was
3: this bad. Yeah. It it's, it's some things that shouldn't even been put out there for us to see and that's that's one of them. You know, and I know people have their own, you know, issues about Wendy Williams and, you know, I was karma Carmichael, but you don't want nobody to go through what, what she's going through at all. And it seems like everybody, I don't, it seems like everybody has just used her all these years and now she's just this, this person. Like, and it's not even, it's not even the same, same person that she was, was before because mm-hmm. allegedly, they done, done something to her and they have switched her. And it's not even her. It's like, ah, oh, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. Pam, uh, bring it back. I didn't bring catch it, it in
2: time, but yeah, <laughs> real that on back in. Real that on back in.
3: Let <laughs> me move on. Uh, uh-uh. uh,
2: let thing? me, I'm going ready to move on. I got yeah. one more story that has disturbed me because I went there actually to pick up a couple of items. And I got, actually I got some, uh, cotton candy from this place and I'm sitting here looking at it scared to eat it. So the Department of Justice has announced Family Dollar Stores has agreed to pay nearly $42 million in fines after pleading guilty on this past Monday now to storing consumer products, including food, drugs, cosmetics, and medical devices in a rat infested warehouse. Lord have all the mercy. Family dollar.
3: Family dollar. Why? Oh, why oh. they
2: throwing stuff with the
3: do Oh no. Forty two you know, million dollars. That's a oh lot, lot. of them. But you know what? I even before I knew about the rats, I was not buying them ribos they had in there because <laughs> <laughs> they they were thin. You could see right through them. They were so thin. Huh? I don't know. I I went in to get but, some cotton candy. I'm sitting looking at it to see if I see any teeth marks on the container. <laughs> you know, if anybody knows you got a few stores that you just love. Family Dollar. And I don't want to mention the other one yet because it's going to make you oh, feel. Oh, Pam. <laughs> I,
2: I saw it on the news. So, listeners, Anybody that knows me knows I love Buddy's Barbecue. Like, I literally eat it probably at least five out of seven days in the week, right? right. So, there was a tragedy, uh devastating occurrence that happened. And I woke up to see on the news that Buddy's Barbecue in East Knoxville had caught on fire. Now, I received a lot of phone calls, thanks to everybody who called to check on me. I was gonna take off work so I could go help him clean it up and when I say I'm so hungry right because 'cause I'm just used to
3: <laughs> I'm just used to eating buddy's barbecue. I
2: don't know who
3: did it, what did it,
2: but it is I I'm very sad about that, Pam. I went by there early and late some flowers out in front. <laughs> when I
3: when I heard you say that somebody was live and it was like Buddy's barbecue is up this plane. It was like Want something in the morning? I and I sent Tanisha a message. I knew she was probably sleeping. I sent her a message just so I could, you know, give her the heads up. But she got up this morning, seen it, and she had to take a minute, to sit back down in the bed, to get bed. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Y'all understand? She goes there almost every day. just the same thing. It was the piggy. Is it the piggy pack?
2: Mm hmm. Piggy pack porch. Large fries and a Coke.
3: Yep, yeah, she gets the same thing every single day, and she don't want to go to another buddy because so she feels like she's cheating on these Side buddies. But right, it's something go. about the, the one on the East Side; it tastes better. It does. I can I can vouch for that. And their cokes on the East Side. whoo what
2: man! Those cokes are everything. Pam, you just made yeah. me sad all over again. Now, has there been a report
3: about a reopening? No, they haven't said any, anything about a reopening. <sighs> I'm going to keep looking, though. And I'm a to wither away
2: it. to nothing.
3: <laughs> not without your buddies. Y'all just don't understand the buddies.
2: They really don't. And the thing is, it's not like it's recent. I've been eating like that, eating at buddies since we were in high school. Yeah. Not like, I feel like I'm a member of the family. I, I, I'm just so upset.
3: I'm really surprised you uh, haven't bought a franchise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's got to stay intact like it is. Everything about it is perfect. And a lot of my students work there. I get to check on them and what they're doing and... I mean, it's like cheers to me, right? It's mm-hmm. just my neighborhood spot. And, I have to, and if I don't go for a day or two, you best believe they're checking on me. That's my place. Let me find out that it was
3: awesome. Here, let me find out. My, my daddy was up He goes there every Tuesday for the five ninety nine chicken dinners. And they say, your daddy comes up here and he's, he always wants extra puppies. so we give him extra puppies every single time. He goes every two so times. nice. They're just so nice, in there. they all so nice. It's, it's like family. Mm. better not well, no. On. Let me look. I'm gonna have to get the the KFD report because ain't no way somebody just set buddies on fire for no reason.
2: No, because I'll be. I'm gonna be looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pam. This is our last Monday in February, and I cannot believe we're already approaching the third month of 2024. Time is flying by so fast. But that'll be it for this bit, and
3: I can't wait to talk to you next week. And I can't wait to tell
0: it. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Aerodynamically,
1: the bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly. But the bumblebee doesn't know that, so it goes on flying anyway. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.